Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everybody. I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. It's Kyle O'Reilly. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm Rocky Asuka Romero. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Lou Gowen. Support Wrestle Talk. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Lou Gowen is, quote the Raven. Nevermore. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. But you really should support Wrestle Talk, and you should follow them and subscribe right now. Ali told me to say this, so I guess it's okay. Support Ali. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Make sure you watch and listen to Wrestle Talk. Or better yet, take just a moment, stop what you're doing, and bask in their glory. Do us all a favor and subscribe. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, sweaty, sweaty Oliver Davis. How the sweaty are you? I'm, you know, sweaty. You've made that quite clear. Thanks mm. for making me self conscious. That's not right. We're all sweaty here. I'm worried about a future where it's not just audio and video that the viewers at home can experience but also smell, mm. and what I don't like is the slimy, slimy touch of my back. Oh, yeah. There have been times where I've got out of this chair and thought, I mean, my T-shirt is stuck to my back. It is going to be pretty gross. We went out for uh, lunch on Friday when you weren't here. Mm. Me, right. me, Laurie Housemate Simon, and our editor went out for lunch. Uh, where do you go? Went to Breakfast Club. It was really nice there. It was really That's nice That's where my there. cup's from. I know. We had a Why very, didn't you very invite nice Pete? Pete had already had lunch. Um, and then he stayed here and got stressed out because he couldn't access the internet. Um, because, in fairness, Simon had given him the wrong password. That's probably why it wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. But we went there and I was wearing a black T-shirt in very, very hot, hot heat. We were sat outside. And I could, like, feel my T-shirt just getting drenched in sweat, like, particularly around the rolls of fat that I have mm. on my body. T-shirt just getting caught within them. Character fat. Oh, car- yeah, character yeah. fat. Yeah, it was ju- It was not a pleasant experience. Yeah, the, the problem is, with especially, like, black T-shirts, I guess you can't... No one can see it, kind of, which is a benefit, but it's when it dries. Mm. It's like... it's the. I think fresh sweat is okay, but in an hour's time... It smells like, well, straight up B.O., which is bad. And then also when you forget about washing in a washing machine yeah. and you open it and it's all dried funny 
and it's got that stink about it. I used to have an ex-girlfriend who's, who smelt like that all the time. Mm. And I tried to bring it up, but it's hard, because that was her smell. There was a young lady who used to work... So when I was working for a toy shop um, after university that I had to work for because I tried to make my money making short films and that did not work out in the, in the least. Um, so far. So far. So I had to go get an, a, a regular nine-to-five job and I did so in a toy shop for children. And we employed... I was kind of put in charge of employing people and I employed this uh, young lady who had a smell about her. Uh. And that smell only got worse throughout the day <sighs> to the point where... People were complaining. No way. Customers were complaining. And then my manager had to let her go. Oh, my God. Because of the level of complaints we were getting over her. Wow. Yeah. Well, loads of people suffer from, from and, excess and, and, perspiration. And it was not her fault. It really was not her fault. I want to stress that. And it, and it was genuinely one of the most heartbreaking things ever because I, <laughs> I, I really... think that's legal. Because I really want... I really like... Well, I mean... You know, like, like that's... That's in the same sort of murky waters as uh, you're disabled and we have to get rid of you. Mm. Yeah, no, and this perhaps... Is a, this is a, a thing out of her control. No, and you know, and perhaps he was not right to do so. It wasn't my choice. I didn't say... Oh, yeah, I'm not blaming you. You, I'm should, just, you should definitely do this. Just calling attention to a past injustice. I hired her. Yeah. Knowing full well. Yeah, you set her up to fail. <laughs> Maybe I'm the bad guy. Did no one think before, like, was your was his immediate thought, well, that we're going to have to fire and not, hmm, maybe let's get some deodorant to put behind the counter. We, we tried all of that. Uh, yeah. And, and she used it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bless her. I don't know what ever happened to her, though. Okay. But do you want to open up some presents? Yes. Yeah. So we've got these these things. Well, okay. So we've had two packages arrive at the WrestleTalk office. I just assumed their presence. Oh, well, okay, so I have had a few emails recently from people saying like, hey, uh, I've got these things that I want to send you. Yeah. Where can I send them to? And I've said, uh, send them to this address. So I figured that's Chopper what Chopper always are. wants birthday presents. It always does. So uh, yeah, let's open up yours first. Mine's a much larger box. All right. See, it could be, I went a bit, you know, you know I do have a penchant for self-improvement gimmicks. Mm-hmm. I bought some yellow-tinted glasses at the weekend to reduce blue light exposure. <laughs> oh, yes. No, this is a present. Okay. I mean, I also kind of wanted it to be those glasses, but here it is. It is the American Nightmare Cody pop vinyl figure to complete a, a pop vinyl sort of bullet club slash elite set. You know what? I'm good. I'm going to have that in today's set. Yep. In the box, if it doesn't glare too bad. Mint condition. Um, right, now, how do I get into this? So I've got to open up mine. Uh, that did not come with a letter from who it was from. Yeah, but, but I, but I, do I think have I any... know. Yeah. Well, no, you see, you think you might do, but you also might not. Um... <laughs> do you... <laughs> Well, have you been going into my e emails and deleting No, because stuff? obviously I had that email as well. But we've actually had two emails from people wanting to send us uh, Cody Rhodes pop vinyls. See, my, e my email... <laughs> Your email? ...was from uh, Aaron Moreau. Aaron Moreau. Was that who your one was? No, because I, I had that one because I was the person that then told him uh, where to send it I to. I also told him 
where to send it to. Oh, well, maybe. I and he replied to both of us CC'd. Maybe we uh, we must have seemed really keen. I didn't know we were both across it. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've just seen it. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Monroe. Uh, Aaron Morrow. Aaron Morrow. Do apologise. Um, I cannot get into this box whatsoever. Actually, looking at it, I think the other email may have also been from Morrow, but it sent us two different emails to say he was going to send something across. There you go. Well, I, should we should we go get on with the main show and we can open this, this is after a the baffling box. They wrapped it well. They have. Yeah. But so so today we're talking about rope well Luke's really trying to get into this quite hard to the extent where he cannot speak. Roman Reigns' attacker mystery has got even more stupid. Here's what we thought of SmackDown. SmackDown was last night. It certainly was. It was better than last week. It was a show. It was, you know, compared to the brilliant month of WWE TV heading into SummerSlam, WWE have gone off the boil. Started with last week's SmackDown. This week's Raw was average. Probably, no, it was poor, actually. It was below average. And that this SmackDown was, you know, nowhere near. It had good wrestling on. It had, it had enjoyable wrestling. The two hours did go relatively quickly, but nothing felt like it advanced. And this Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan storyline that is on top of everything, really. Even on Raw, where mysteriously the the storyline doesn't act, hasn't actually developed on Raw for the last few weeks, which is an enormous amount of restraint for WWE. It took another turn here, which really doesn't make any sense with the instalments that have proceeded. No, this. So there were reports that came out a few hours before the show that Vince had once again rewritten, like thrown out the script and rewritten it. And the last time that this happened, the story went that. By the time Vince had kept in all the stuff that he liked, there was still an hour left of the show to fill. And that's why we ended up getting long matches. We had a really long New Day tag match. That was and, good. And it was good. And this felt like that same show where it was Vince has torn, everything, he's torn out everything and has just kept the stuff that he does like. And it's like, oh, we've still got an hour left to fill. Um, should we send Bailey and Lacey Evans out to have a 20-minute match? And it worked. And it worked. It was very, very good. And so I am actually not saying these are necessarily bad things. But my main criticism I have against this show is that it didn't advance anything. Mm. Like that 20-minute match did not advance Bailey versus Charlotte at Clash of Champions. Um, it totally did. Charlotte stood there and watched. <laughs> and then she applauded. And she did. End. Did a clap. Well, we'll get on to that in the full review, but th so th let's get into what happened with the Roman Reigns attack and mystery. First of all, Brian and Rowan were backstage talking to Kayla Braxton earlier in the night. They told her that they want an apology from Roman. And also the show started as a cold open with Roman walking backstage after that extensive video recap package that I've seen about 18 times with little bits added on the, the end by now. Uh, Kayla Braxton also caught up with Roman and said, what do you have to say to Brian and Rowan after, you know, that stupid fake Rowan reveal last week? And he said, what I have to say, I'll, I'll say to them in the ring. Yeah, I was just me what happened? Mm. Like, after the camera stopped rolling, what happened in that room? Yeah, so we left SmackDown last week with Brian, Rowan, and Rowan's older brother, fake Rowan, looking at Roman Reigns. Derek Rowan. Breathing. Yeah, heavily. And Roman looking confused. 
it was stupid, and now I can't unsee it with the Curb Your Enthusiasm music. So it's, yeah, it's stupid. It was awkwardly staged. It was, you know, it was funny from a this is completely goofy perspective. Yeah. But yeah, in kayfabe, what does Roman do there? And then... I wish th- I wish the episode just opened up on that shot. <laughs> they haven't moved. Or they've gone to another arena, yeah. but just gone into it. Oh, we find another cupboard? Yeah, okay. And then this show's follow-up to that was essentially to ignore it. And Brian and Rowan were demanding an apology from Roman. So Roman went to the ring at the end of the show. This was the main event segment of the show. He went to the ring, and Brian and Rowan appeared on the Titantron and said... We demand our apology. And Rome was like, hey, y'all, should I give them the apology? And the crowd chanted, no, no, no. That was quite a good bit of pantomime yeah. back and forth. Like, Roman really got the crowd into it. And then said, instead, I'm going to show you this footage. And the footage he showed was from the original attack, which happened two months ago at this point. And that footage showed that Rowan was there. So, where's this footage been? So, it's the camera from the top of the the sort of shelving unit that fell on Roman from his right-hand side. The bit of scaffold. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, we've all said that doesn't make sense anyway. Why would you have a camera up there? But that's the... Just before it falls, you can see, and they, like, slow it down, they enhance the image. There is a guy with a darkened hood on and a beard. And he walks off as everyone's clamouring round Roman. I don't think you can see that in the original attack. So it's just one shot that's been extended a bit more. Yes. Why Why hasn't this footage been discovered previously? Yeah. Considering the amount of resources and, you know, attempted murder that's been done on Reigns. But fine. I can look past that because it's wrestling. It's a soap opera. You can extend things out if you've got a, whod- a good whodunit. I don't really mind. What I'm annoyed with is that the whole development last week was Brian saying, no, it wasn't Rowan, it was a guy who looks like Rowan. And now, there's a guy who looks like Rowan in the video. You cannot definitively say it is Rowan. It could quite easily be the excuse Brian made up last week. And then it cuts to Brian and Rowan backstage in that Titan Tron shot, And Brian starts going, why did you lie to me? Oh, you awful Rowan. It was a great performance from Brian. Actually, he was brilliant at acting. Certainly was. But it makes no sense because Brian really should just lean back and go, yeah, I know. That's fake Rowan. I showed him to you last week. Where's my apology? (laughs) I just, it was like, I was like, what what am I watching here? I'll tell you what you're watching. Have you skipped an entire chapter? No, I'll tell you what you're watching. You're watching Lost. (laughs) <laughs> You're watching a TV show where a group of writers have no idea where they're going next and are making it up as they go along, and then they just fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall, and to the end they're like, um, it's purgatory. Rikishi. Yeah, exactly. It's Rikishi. And that's what we're currently watching. We're watching a group of writers who have no end point and don't know how to get to an end point and are just trying to elongate the process and just add in more and more stuff until they can think about what they want to do for the ending. And it's just making the storyline less and less good. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I will fight the writer's corner. I think, based on what I understand in WWE's backstage writing processes, 
They've got loads of ideas. They're just trying to appease that one man. That one man has not made a decision on what the ending is. Or they've got a, they've got ideas, but that idea needs at least four weeks of explanation, and then you can do the reveal. However, Vince can't commit to anything for four weeks because he gets annoyed or frustrated or thinks things is, thinks things aren't going to work. So he tears up these little storylines and he goes with something else. Like I. I it probably was Buddy Murphy at one point. What about this whole thing started with Brian's career altering announcement? Yeah, but that storyline did get dropped yes. in favor of doing this one. Yeah, yeah, but like you could almost make an argument that they're tied in. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. he, he started, started talking about how he's got to go to places he's never been before, and you could say like he's you know just gone unhinged, and that that's where he's going to. That's his career altering announcement. I'm a super mega heel who. You know, he's going after Roman Reigns now. And also, for like a whodunit, we haven't had an attack for some time. Like, for me, if I was stuck in the writer's position where I've got to try and extend this storyline out artificially, I would say, we'll do another attack. Yes. And we'll try and add more layers of mystery as opposed to trying to explain a mystery and explain it poorly. Because also, can you imagine Scream where there's only two attacks and then the rest of the movie is them just working out who did it. If it's a court procedural, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I, what You know, this is just off the top of my head. What an interesting wrinkle to this story. Reigns is there, said he's got, you know, he plays that footage and he's like, I think that's Rowan. I don't think that's fake Rowan. I think you're full of BS. And Brian's like, I'm not full of BS. Neither's Rowan. We're not liars. And then a bit of set collapses on them. Yeah, or a bit more mystery to it, a yeah. bit more, a bit more intrigue. I don't know where you can go from there. No, well, I mean, but to be honest, the writers don't know where they're going anyway, so you may as well throw stuff at the yeah. wall at this point. I, yeah. I also take issue and take umbrage with the lazy writing of, I mean, Rowan, Rowan, Roman looks like a complete doofus. Yeah, because you got attacked, mate. Your first instinct was to go around asking people what happened when there was video footage right there. You could have just gone. To a production guy and said, can I watch the footage? And then be like, Blade Runner and being like, enhance, <laughs> enhance, enhance, you know, and, and doing all this sort of stuff. You could have done that weeks and weeks and weeks ago. But instead you were really like, hey, buddy, what did you see? Yeah. Like an absolute moron. Like there's actual physical proof of what happened and you chose to ignore it. Yeah, it's it's very, very frustrating. And but Brian walks down, he like really slaps Rowan. And it's, I mean, I don't know if that's the start of a break. Have they split up, maybe? Straight veg society coming to an end. I, I, I personally think they'll be back together next week and they'll have, I don't know, turned full heel. But then Brian stormed down to the ring. He, his performance is so brilliant in terms of just, it was a constant stream of, I'm not a liar. Why are you I saying this to liars. me? I hate liars. I'm not that sort of person. I didn't know what he was yeah. doing. I had no idea he attacked you. And it was just like... The, it was like he wasn't repeating himself either. And he spoke for a long time while he was walking with the mic. Great. And the nuance of the performance means that I actually don't know whether Brian is genuinely outraged or whether he's accentuating that because he's lying. Mm -hmm. You know, lady doth protest too much. That sort of motivation. So I, I'm like, like, and then he walks down to the ring, gets in the ring. He's still talking. Roman just hits him with a spear. That's the end of the show. That, to me, suggests Brian isn't behind this. So WWE.com are saying that the truth has been revealed. 
and and we now know the attacker and it was Rowan. And so I So don't... Rowan's working for someone else. Or he's working independently. But Rowan was saying as well that it wasn't him. When like when the the, the footage was shown, he was like, No, Brian, Daniel, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. So I think I think they really are just gonna completely ignore that stupid fake Rowan reveal from last week. Which is probably for the best. So if it's not Brian, I th- it probably still is. But the way they ended the show made me think it isn't because Brian just looks stupid now and he's already been speared. He's already kind of got his comeuppance there, which is such a waste of Brian then if that's what you've been doing this whole month. Who's behind it? Buddy Who's Murphy. telling Rowan? Buddy Murphy. <laughs> it's, and, it's, and it's not him telling Rowan. It's, it's Buddy Murphy is the man that is doing this. I think this whole baby face turn for him is then to swerve us into thinking that he's been taken away from this storyline. Because if not, if it's not Buddy Murphy <laughs> at this point, then Murphy has been Samoa Joe in this storyline. Remember when Samoa Joe was a big part of this storyline and has not been a part of it now for a month or so? Back when it was good. Yeah, so I don't want Buddy Murphy to be Samoa Joe in all of this. Or Liv Morgan. Or Liv Mor- or it's Liv Morgan. You know, that guy did have a compelling argument. Mm. So They do have tongues. You know, if you look at who's got associations with Rowan, to be honest, if Vince McMahon will probably put anyone with Rowan and think it's a good idea because he loves how big he is. He's totally. a giant redwood. <coughs> He's, he is Kane and Big Show. But character-wise, The Fiend... I'm just fantasy booking here, speculating... The Fiend has a relationship with Rowan from before. Maybe The Fiend is somehow behind all of this. Bray Wyatt may be behind all of this to appease The Fiend. The Fiend, as we know from Helena Cell reports, Pete's got more of it in his news video later today, looks like he's going to be going up against Seth or Braun for the Universal title at Helena Cell. Maybe this is all connected? But And I think we've had this chat before. Does The Fiend pushing over boxes and driving a car seem in character... No. Does for Bray Wyatt, though. I don't even if, think... If no, Bray not, Wyatt's yeah, not nervous the, not and... Not this Mr. Rogers version of Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I don't know. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And hey you. You there. Are you going to Royal Quest this coming Saturday at the Copper Box in London? You are? Well, why not go to the Four Quarters in Hackney beforehand at 3pm and have some drinks with the WrestleTalk team? It's our first ever SWAF Nation meetup and we're going to a retro video game pub. There are arcade machines all over the place. There's Mega Drives, there's a SNES console, there's an N64 and I think there's a GameCube as well. They change it around all the time and... Wonderful, lovely, overpriced craft beer. Yeah, and I feel sorry for Kenny Omega for not wrestling for New Japan now. And there's a retro video game bar he would have been five there. minutes yeah. from the Copper Box show, the Royal Quest show. Also, more things to promote. Go over to Patreon. Become a pledge hammer over there for our. Patreon. <laughs> nice. And Smooth. Because it's AEW All Out this weekend. You can participate in Wrestle League, our fantasy predictions league. Our predictions are going to be going up tomorrow. Uh, and if you pledge $25 a month or more, you get a shout out on this show. So thank you, Colin Mac Cleaner than Finn Balor. Oh, he's Cleaner. lean. He's oh, lean. Yeah. He is lean. He said there's a rainstorm coming. It's from Terminator. Whoa, it's from yeah. Terminator. Praise him, Jonathan Priestan. Nice. You gotta praise him. The grifter, Garrett Vandergrift. Oh, Woo. yeah, nice. Michael Mislayan McKee. <laughs> Don't know where I put him. Don't know where I put him. Tantalizing Travis Manctolo. Oh, oh, yes. Randall Maker. Ron Spragen. Yeah, nice. Well. Clarence Razor Callahan. Yeah. Woo. Jack Daniels on the Carl Rocks. This is Carl Rocks, you see? And Greg Taylor, Soldier Spy. Nice. Good nice. Woo. Thank you, everybody, all so much. Um, anyway, Super Chats. Uh, Tim Arndt uh, says, What happened to Rowan's doppelganger? For all we saw in that footage, it could have been him. It made Daniel look stupid for jumping to conclusions. Totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, OK OJ says, Luke, 
Why do you hate Eyes Wide Shut? I was shocked when you dropped that bombshell on yesterday's Raw review. It may not be Kubrick's best, but it's still pretty damn great. Uh, I, I will quote the great Mark Kermode, who said it's the inane ramblings of a man who needs to get out more. It was made... The, the sole reason that movie exists is because Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were married. It's the only reason that film exists. Keith Lloyd says, Happy Easter, Chopper. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> A uh, big fan from the US. Uh, do you guys think AEW could compete with a WWE that has its creative S word together? Uh, thank you. It's always a great time with the lovely boys. I guess we'll find out come October. Yeah, because NXT is WWE with its creative S word together. Although me and Laurie have said 2019 has not been a strong year for its mm. creative. It's been a bit all over the place. They have dropped storylines here and there and have done some storylines quite poorly i would say but i don't think that's a i don't think a lot of that is their fault they were sort of gutted throughout the year of just like losing talent left right and center and have essentially had to sort of scramble together to try and make some of their stories work mm. kevin says did Lacey say she's the face of the sd women's division i guess brand split lol i think she just said she was the face of the women's division brackets general who hasn't been there for a month no she's been on main event she's a heel though yeah Forged by Gaming says, stupid question. If wrestlers were giant robots, who would you pilot and what would they transform to? Like if Robot Roman became a big metal dog. Oh, I was into that question from the opening line. Oh, very much so. But I'm going to pick Kane in this one yeah. and turn into a big red demon. <clears throat> big red machine. Yeah, or he is literally the big red machine. Oh, it's a difficult one because you, you, your mind goes to large wrestlers in stature anyway. Mm. But if anyone can just become the large version of their nickname, I'll get back to you. You don't want to be. You don't want to turn into a robotic snake, do you? So you don't want to pick Randy. Yeah, giant bo- a giant pancake. One of the new day. <laughs> uh, new tops four says, "Hey guys, love you both. What's happening with Benjamin? Will we have a storyline now? He did have a storyline. He did the eye thing, and it's led to this." Who's Benjamin? Shelton. Oh, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll get on to that, though. Uh, John Kurosawa says, If you could book the Roman Reigns attacker storyline, who would be behind it and why? Buddy Murphy. From the get-go. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Tim Arndt again says, Sammy calling Miz the king of soft style confirms that WWE watch your channel. (laughs) Also, Sammy selling Shinsuke's offense was my favorite thing on the show. Uh, We can't take credit for that. That's a Daniel Bryan line. He used to stay on Talking Smack all the time during their feud when Daniel Bryan wasn't allowed to wrestle, but he was still continuing that Miz feud, which thankfully WWE booked brilliantly last year. Sarcasm. And uh, finally, for now, before we get into the main show, uh, Jesse Venables says, My wife gets annoyed because I watch all of your videos, so I just do house chores and clean at the same time. Happy wife and clean house. Feliz Navidad, Chopper. Hey. Feliz Navidad. What a tune. Feliz Navidad. Well, thank you for Super Chats. Now go over to Screen Stalker and hit that subscribe button. Oh, yeah. To get to 50k and we'll play WWE 2K Universe mode every week, fantasy universe we call it not monday night raw it'll be us competing against each other maybe even members of the swaf nation too who knows occasional wrestling guest so smackdown opened with the recap 
of the Roman Reigns Attacker storyline. And then he speaks to Braxton backstage. And the in-ring opening has Kofi Kingston shimmy on down to the ring. And another recap package of the Orton stuff. Bit heavy on the recap packages. Bit yeah. heavy. And then <clears throat> Kofi just cut a template promo that had really nothing of substance to it. Well, it did. They went after his family. And Xavier Woods. Well, that's what I mean. It's a template promo that we've had for various times yeah. now in this feud. And then, all of a sudden, it cuts to Randy Orton. And he's reading a letter from Wendy. And he's talking about how he's going to... Oh, no, sorry. Those are my notes from last year. But, yeah, no. Randy Orton, all of a sudden, had this letter that was given to... Uh, slipped under his hotel room door. And it was a letter from Kofi's kid. And it's like, you're a meanie. My dad's a goodie. Don't be a meanie. And then he says, hey, your family is in the same hotel that I'm in. I'm going to go pay them a visit. Yeah, so, like, the, 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 the structure of the letter was more like, you know, I love Kofi. He's one of my favorites. And you beat him up last week. Please don't do that again because I'm so into him. Oh, by the way, I'm not just a fan of Kofi. I'm his son or he's my dad. And you're like, well, that's a really well-structured reveal <laughs> for, like, an eight-year-old boy to write. And then, yeah, he says that line of, ah, so your son is staying in the same hotel as me. Well, maybe I'll pay him a visit. And I was just like, it's a, like, you know, some threats are good threats. Most family threats are good. But, but I don't know. It's, it's the inclusion of like eight-year-old boy, hotel. I don't think you want to say that. <laughs> I think someone should catch that line and go, no, it just doesn't work, that line. It makes you sound like a paedophile. So, you know how much, you know I love Charles Play, the, the movie, the 88 movie. I think it's a terrific, terrific movie. And I think this follow-up is even better. There is a line in that movie, if you've not seen it, Chucky finds out that he has got to transfer his soul into <coughs> the first person he revealed himself to. Otherwise, he's going to be trapped in the doll forever. And it turns out that the first person he revealed himself to was Andy Barkley, who was an eight-year-old child. And so he starts laughing. He's like, I've got to go. I've got a date with a six-year-old boy. Yeah. And it's like, at some point, someone should have gone, hmm, maybe we shouldn't have the line, I have a date with a six-year-old boy. That kind of works for a... I, I haven't had this uh, much sex since I was a Boy Scout leader. <laughs> it kind of works for a demonically possessed entity. You know, it can, it can do those sort of nefarious things. Not Randy Orton. No. And we're back to it's about the family yes. again. Stopping and starting these storylines, it doesn't work. This is Vince McMahon trying to get a square peg in a round hole and is just willing to jam this in. He's like, Kevin Owens is a family man. That's getting him over. Kofi's a family man. That's getting him over. And the heat for this storyline is we don't, we're not invested in Kofi because he's got kids. We're invested in Kofi because of an 11-year journey to get to the top of the mountain. Mm. And we're invested in this storyline because this dastardly heel beat up all of his mates and has put one of his mates in the hospital. So at the end of this, Kingston, enraged by the fact that Orton is going to you know, go after his son. Go on a date with a six-year-old Runs backstage. And Randy's just there in Gorilla. Yeah. Which was just a bit of weird staging. I was like, well, where is everyone backstage? Because Randy was in front of the curtain backdrop and the screen just now. It yeah. would have made more sense for him to run in there. It was, it was just a bit clunky. They brawled a bit. I think there was an RKO here. No, he hit a, the draping DDT like off a table right, onto, it, onto yeah. the carpet. And then Kofi was sort of taken off to the trainer's room. Well, no, actually, because we see Big E coming out of the room. He was coming out of a room that was for a doctor and or trainer. Mm -hmm. 
which really because it said doctor slash trainer which made me read it, it was like it's doc- we couldn't decide which yeah. one we wanted it to be so it's doctor and or trainer uh but yeah, and Biggie says that he'll take out Randy in their match later on. Yeah, he said Kofi will be fine for Clash of Champions, <laughs> but crucially will not be around for my match with, with Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, Clash of Champions, by the way, is going to have Orton versus Kofi. That was a match announced earlier in the day on social media. Yeah. So that was announced. That was, yeah, stupid. Much stupid, stupid, stupid. Announced it on the show. Well, they did announce it on the show as well. But make the big reveal on the show but you as part take, of an angle. You don't want to take the shine away from Miz getting his shot. Right, next up we had uh, the the sort of uh, penultimate first round King of the Ring match on SmackDown. Buddy Murphy versus Ali. The best cruiserweight main roster match ever is what some people have said. And I'm not going to take that away from them. I like that you enjoyed it so much. Uh, for me, it was a very good match with a lot of slappy high kicks, but five minutes of commercial break, and we only really got four minutes of action. Yeah, we saw the final three, four minutes of this match. But it looked really good. It looked fun. I just didn't see all of it. Nope. I, can't, I, I think there's been many more cruiserweight-orientated matches that I've enjoyed a lot more on the main roster. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, even going back to the 205 Live Cruiserweight Purple Rope days on Raw. And I go back to Buddy versus Roman from a couple of weeks ago. Thought that was a better match. Yeah, uh, and also, if you want to see a really, really good Ali-Buddy Murphy match, they had like a, a feud through last year. Yeah. There was a no-DQ match that was particularly excellent. Yeah. This match did not reach those uh, heady heights. But it was very good. Lots of slapping kicks, uh, reverse hurricanrana. There was just this, like, brilliant sequence from Buddy Murphy of uh, cheeky Nando's in the corner, so a kick while Ali's head is between his legs. Then the powerbomb into a pin, kick out, and when Ali kicked out, standing V-trigger. Yeah. I just, like, that is that is modern wrestling. That's, That's great. the yeah, pace yeah. Yep. structure of, like, Cutting edge modern wrestling. And the crowd were massively into this as well. This is awesome awesome jump from that spot and sequence. And credit to Murphy as well. Like they got him over because Mm. the crowd were really into Murphy at the start of this match. Lots of Buddy chants and Murphy chants at the start of this match. So I think Buddy really has managed to get himself over despite WWE's best efforts not putting him on TV for four months. Uh, unfortunately, Ali, shortly after that amazing sequence, hit the 05 4 to win. I really thought that this had. It, it needed another five minutes. Go through another commercial break. Make it feel like a war between these two guys because Buddy has come off that excellent match with Roman, a very good match with Brian the week after. He feels big time. And then to go out like this, while not awful, it was very, very good. It's just not... It's like, I don't think Buddy's more over now. In fact, I think he's less over now. And that's not the goal. And you've also taken two of your hottest baby faces on SmackDown and you've just knocked them both out in the first round. Which suggests to me that this is not an important tournament mm. because we need to focus on lesser over people. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, and Chad Gable. Ali has no momentum. I love no. Ali. And that is not his fault either. That is WWE's fault. terrible booking of him of that he had those weeks and weeks and weeks of great, great promos then he started a few with Shinsuke Nakamura that got dropped and he just got beat by Dolph Ziggler. So, of course, he's got no momentum. They dropped the ball. Yeah. So, I'm looking at these two guys. I love Ali. I love Buddy Murphy. But let's be honest. Buddy Murphy has a lot of momentum right now. Just have him win. 
I think they made the he's wrong choice. Be involved, he's got to still be involved in this Roman storyline, and that's why you've taken him out of the King of the Ring. It, it's, and if not, then there was no need to take him out of the King of the Ring other than they wanted Ali to advance. <laughs> well, Buddy did the very heelish thing, potentially foreshadowing that, by completely endorsing Ali and raising his hand. It's at the all end. a swerve, brother. Bailey's backstage for some terrible acting. Ember Moon comes over and says, thanks for giving me the chance, pal. Yep. Going up against you. I'll get you next time. Next uh-huh. time, I will do the win. And then Lacey Evans turns up and is like, I'm back. I'm, I'm the, the face, face of the, of the division. I'm going to prove that later tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just, I don't like it when Ember Moon's like, thanks for giving me the chance. Like, can't we all just just be fighting but again that's inconsistent with the character that they were doing in the lead up to SummerSlam granted all of that just got dropped and she just got beaten up every single week yeah it's no good no uh, then the Miz comes out and wait who was for yeah Miz comes out first he starts to cut a promo yeah because they did announce this was going to be the Miz versus Sami Zayn mm. and yeah so Miz cut a promo um, saying that Sami's a hanger on um He's a spokesperson because he can't hack it in a WWE ring. I made the Intercontinental title relevant, and I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to challenge Shinsuke Nakamura to a match at Clash of Champions. Yeah. Uh, and then Sami Zayn interrupted, came out, and said Nak- Nakamura is the king of strong style, while Miz is the king of sh- soft style, which was a, re- a really nice line. Didn't get a reaction from the crowd, but that is a good line, I think. Uh, and then Sami coaxes Miz out of the ring, Nakamura jumps Miz, and they beat him down. Sammy is doing this terrifically Lovely obnoxious run, job. running commentary over yeah. it, yeah. Like, knee him in the face, Sammy. No. no. Shinsuke. I like the fact that he went, go on, my champion. Yeah, he, said he called him Nakamura-san. Yeah. Uh, Some nice stuff in there. Yeah. Kinshasa into the LED board, and then he held him up so that he could uh, do it again. If I was to give this a criticism, it's the same beatdown we saw last week. Mm-hmm. Again, not advancing a story. I, I also, well, I guess he, he challenged for the IC title. But that was fairly obvious from last week, so I don't feel like we were advancing. Yeah. And if that is an advance, it's a very small advancement. Mm. What, to put a title on the line? The most prestigious thing in this company? Dude, you do that on Twitter. Don't do it on TV. I, I thought Sammy was great here. I just don't, I just don't think this partnership works. No, I don't think it does either. Yeah. Uh, Elias is backstage strumming his guitar in Shane's office. Not a euphemism. (laughs) 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 And Owens walks in. He wants to talk to Shane. And Elias says, well, he's not here. And KO says, huh, thanks. Have we all forgotten what happened last week? Why isn't Kevin Owens pissed off that he got screwed out of the tournament that he really wanted to win? That he told us was, you know, a tournament that he is desperate to win. And he got screwed out the first round. And he just walks up to Elias and says, like, hey, man, I want to speak to Shane. Screwed by Elias, no less. Yeah, screwed by Elias and Shane. Why isn't this man annoyed and pissed <sighs> off and really angry? So he just walks in and be like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? Because he's doing it for his family. I nearly swore then. <laughs> oh, sod off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, so, I don't like it. No, no, it's terrible. KO... Said thanks and did like a sort of cheeky hmm because obviously he has a plan. Shane's not here for the night. I don't know how anything he does wouldn't get back to Shane. Well, that's it. Like, and Shane's been there and you've done stuff anyway. So what does it matter if Shane's not there either? Plus, 
his big plan was to be a bit part in 24-7 comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's getting cool. that momentum back. Cool All plan. That Pre-SummerSlam momentum. Cool plan, bro. So glad that you beat Shane at SummerSlam. Because it meant F all. And he swore again then. It meant absolutely nothing. Luke, he didn't quit. He's, <laughs> his career was on the line. It meant everything. He got fired for the following day. Would have preferred if he got fired at this point. <laughs> uh, but luckily, we did some... I have no idea how this was so... Well, actually, I do, because Bane is a very, very good worker, <clears throat> as, as some people have picked up on how, how involved she was in this match. She wrestled herself, essentially. <laughs> and she tried to hide it very, very well by going like, come on, guys, let's all get into this arm drag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Yeah. The match set up earlier in the night. And, you know, it started off... I believe off... it was actually set up on Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, it started off hot. Like, Bailey went right for Lacey, pulling her off the apron. And it had, like, an intensity to it. Lacey then gets on top by throwing Bailey into the ring post. Bailey does the NXT Brooklyn arm cell. So uh, Lacey's working over her arm. Then Charlotte comes to watch at ringside. They go to an ad break. And then they just... Like, have this really good match. So there's a moment here where Bailey locked in this new submission while she was staring at Charlotte Flair. And I thought, oh, there's the finish. She's discovered this new finisher. And that's how she's going to beat Charlotte yeah. Flair at her own game come Clash of Champions. She's adapting her arsenal. She is evolving as a character, which is one of the things that's always been, you know, as in kayfabe world, one of the big criticisms against Bailey is that she has never moved past NXT, whereas everyone else has. So I'm like, oh, okay, so she's locked in this new finisher, and that's going to be what sets this up. No, the match continued. The match continued into near falls and Evans kicking out of the Bailey to belly. Yeah, that was a well. It, that was such a such a good kick out. Her arm was already pretty much under the rope, so I don't think the referee should have counted the pin anyway. But she just reached up right at the end of that three uh, two count near near three count and grabbed the bottom rope. Really good near fall. Yeah, it really was. Uh, the, also, like other other good spots was Bailey kicking out of a Lacey Evans moonsault. That everyone bought into for some yeah. reason. Uh, that like Lacey's handspring pin thing. Bailey gets the knees up. That there was a there was a really close count out spot as well on the outside. Honestly, this was really good. Uh, Bailey suplex off the timekeeper's area. Yeah, that's where they did the count out spot. And I thought, okay, it's going to be a double count out to protect Lacey. No, nope. they both got in. More wrestling. It was good, man. Really it was good. good. Yeah, really good. But then Bailey won for the second night in a row with the top rope elbow drop. Yeah, uh, with with her one good arm. That's crucial. She was doing a great job of selling her bad arm. Yeah, and then Charlotte just just clapped her. So it's almost like Bailey was like. Let me go out there and just just wrestle myself because I didn't like the Nikki Cross match last night. I mean, you say that, but I think it was more that they realized the show was going to run short and they were like, we've only scheduled you in for five minutes, but can you do 15? Yeah. And Bailey was like, oh, don't worry, I can do 15 minutes. Paul's got you down for a three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the, um, it's, it was, yeah, surprise, surprise, letting wrestlers wrestle gets them over. I, I thought Lacey looked great coming out of this. Much I better Bailey... than she did in the Becky feud. Yeah, for that entire time, she looks better in this match than anything she's done before. This yeah. is the best Lacey ever has ever looked, and she lost. Yeah. And that's not damning with faint praise. That's like, this was a very, very good TV match. Yeah, enjoyed. Um, so, yeah, this was, though, Lacey's return. It's been a main event. Yeah, come on. <laughs> she hasn't been on main roster TV oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. since Extreme Rules. Yeah. 
that's over. That's like six weeks right there. Well, you know, Baron's back, and <laughs> I guess they just dusted her off. It's not like I mean, there are no other SmackDown women that Bailey can wrestle, so she has to wrestle Raw talent as well. Wild card. She, I, I thought she looked good. Like yeah. she had a star presence about her, which I never got from the Becky Lacey feud. Yeah. I think there's so much you can be doing with the SmackDown women's division. And I think actually putting on matches like this could be a way to get people invested in Bailey's championship run. Because I don't think people really are no. invested in Bailey's championship run at the moment. But like, could you imagine if they'd have given um, Bailey Asker for 20 minutes on, on TV yeah. and just had a really, really awesome match? And people were like, oh my God, this is great. And then you do more matches like that. You could do that with Sonya Deville. You can do that with Kyrie Sane. You could do that with Mandy Rose. You could do that with well, Ember Moon. Well, you got- Asuka versus Ember for the number one contendership. Yeah. You yeah. could do it with Liv Morgan, maybe. You could do it with Sarah Logan. Like, there are loads of these women available. But crucially, I think WWE, and we've mentioned this before, don't care about the women's division now that Rousey's gone. Yeah. The case in point of that is they made the announcement again later in the night that Ronda Rousey is joining Total Divas. And that's their big headline news. Ronda Rousey has joined the cast of Total Divas. And it was only until today that I realized that Sonya Deville has also joined the cast. And that's part of the story. But despite the fact she is a currently active roster member, <laughs> she's so less important than yeah. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, it's a damning indictment of what they've made the division since Rousey's left. Yeah. After that, Brian and Rowan told that's where they said they won an apology from Roman. Then we got another very good match, and that this was again out of left field. It's Randy Orton versus Biggie. Oh, super pissed off, Biggie. Yeah, Randy Orton's already out there, and Biggie walks down like he just he looks so serious that the way he walked down unclipped his tag team title belt as he was walking down the ramp and just let it drop to the floor. Yeah. Like, no, son. This is serious Big E now. And he took a lot of this match as well. <laughs> I would say 90%. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. when Randy was, uh, you know, making a comeback, Big E would just shut him down. It was, yeah. re- like, it was a really good showing for Big E. And it wasn't like, you've beaten up my friend, I'm enraged, I'm emotional. It was a methodical, almost Randy Orton-style beatdown yeah. of Randy. Big E would, like, do a power move, compose himself, do another move. He would take in his time. Randy Orton would come back. Big E would cut him off, compose himself. It was, like, Big E looked incredible. And I don't know if that's because he is very good at being serious anyway, or if it's because we're so used to him being a goofy character. When he does that shift in gears feels even more impactful. Yeah. I mean, there's an amazing spot where he did the uh, the Randy Orton backdrop yeah. to Randy Orton onto the table. It looked really, really cool. And the crowd popped massively for it because that move has really gotten over in the mm. last year or so. Thanks to the Singh brothers. Yeah. God bless them. <laughs> um, two years, I suppose I should say then. Um, but yeah, I thought this was great. And then the revival ran down and we got this big sort of finishing sequence where Big E blocked the RKO, then Orton blocked the big ending and pushed him into the ropes, which kind of like pushed the referee out of the way slightly and the revival clocked him in the face and he turned around into an RKO for the win. And then afterwards, they hit the soup, soup, super RKO uh, with the revival and Randy doing the move. Oh, it was really cool. I liked it. Do you not think the referee heard anything? Now that no. the referee hearing stuff is part of the rules? No, I'm sure it was, you know, he just walked. It's an A RKO from out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I particularly liked, you know, this, this was a very, very solid TV match. I really enjoyed it. After Randy getting backdropped by Big E on the table, he sort of walked round a bit and, and was on the front row 
and the sound cut out implying he just swore. <laughs> yeah. And he chose to swore right right of the kid in the front row. <laughs> that is so randy. Uh, but yeah, that, that, this was very, very good. And I, yeah, I've got, got no problems with it. Liked it, mate. Mm. Uh, so then we had not Renee Young talking to Chad Gable backstage. He said that Shelton Benjamin has been making jokes about him. And then Shelton comes in and makes jokes about him. And, and Chad just looks sad. You look very sad about it. Yeah. Ronda Rousey is going to be on the Total Divas cast. So, Sonia. The same Fonders Day, found at Fonders <laughs> Day, Fondling Day, yeah. the Founders Day recap thing with the yeah. 24-7 title on Fox. More Fox promotion on the USA Network. Then Elias comes out, sits on a throne, says, call me King Elias. Yeah, it was the Baron Corbin promo that we had uh, on Monday, but with a different heel. Yeah, always fun. And he does the whole King spiel. And then KO pokes his head out from behind the throne and then beats him up. Beats him up into the ring, hits a stunner. That was his whole idea. Hey, and you know what Tom Phillips said? That was a measure of payback. Was it? Yeah. He... he connived to get you out of the King of the Ring tournament. He's still, and he's still in King of the Ring. He's going to be fine come next week when he has his next round match. And it's just a logic hole. Like, if Kevin Owens is so scared about Shane McMahon, why is he not fearing the repercussions of when Shane gets back next week? Yeah. Like, it, if this was done properly, and I don't think it should be done this way, but if you stuck to the parameters you set last week, KO should be tiptoeing around Elias, saying... You know, I'm sorry, do you want me to do anything for you? Do you want me to help you in the match? Almost accompany Elias around to defend him from anyone trying to win the 24-7 title off of him. Yeah. And then you build that up to KO eventually doing the turn and saying, nah, screw you, big pop. I don't know. Well, you know, but this feud's got to continue. And they didn't have a way to continue it this week, so this is what they did. So KO stunners Elias. Elias is winning the 24, wearing the 24 7 tie. He's trying to get it off as well. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think when he was beating him down to the ring, he was trying to get his kimono off and he was trying to unhook the title belt and he couldn't unhook it. So he, Owens had to give him the stunner while he was wearing the belt. So then he was lying on his back, still trying to unhook. But for whatever reason, the camera just decided to focus on him trying to take this bloody belt off. So you know, oh, okay, someone's running in now to pin him. Wasn't Owens, because it's a joke belt. Why would Owens want it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kevin Owens actually tweeted out, said, well, I've got a family to provide for. (laughs) I can't can't defend the 24-7 title. Uh, But yeah, then R-Truth scrambled him, but then Drake Drake Maverick... uh, pulled truth out and won the belt yeah. so he can go and have some sex now well hopefully so yeah yeah we're rooting for you maverick how long has this truth and drake storyline been going for now um uh, carry the thing too long okay mm. yeah uh then we got the well the final first round match of the king of the ring tournament I would say a 50% of very good matches and then another 50% of, ah, oh, that was slightly disappointing. I think 50 strong. Do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, you, you, you go through this and I'll find out the brackets. Uh, I mean, we shouldn't say long. Andrade was watching backstage. Benjamin dominated to silence. Gable got a shock roll-up win. Andrade laughed. Is You're already finished. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm, get, I'm getting up the matches that we've had okay, so far. Okay, so Joe Cesaro. I like that. Like that a lot, mate. So I'm, I'm putting that in the good column. Yeah. Ricochet, Drew McIntyre. Love fantastic. that, mate. Cedric Alexander, Sami Zayn. No, no, that wasn't good. 
Ms. Baron Corbin. I thought oh, actually, that, was yeah, no, that was solid. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, I'll give you that one, yeah. So Ke- actually, that will take us 2-4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Owens, Elias. Nope. No. Uh, Ali Buddy Murphy. Yes. We'll, we'll put... Come on, we'll put, out of we'll, all we'll of them. We'll put it, yes. Great sequence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin. Nope. No. Apollo Crews and Andrade. Yes. Hey, man, you're right. 50-50. I, I mean, I, I mean it 5-3. I miscounted. Yeah, yeah no, you're so, right. Yeah. Actually, we're in a, yeah, you're right. I think the problem is... I lump Drew McIntyre, Cedric Alexander, Buddy versus Roman and Buddy versus Brian in with this. <laughs> yeah. but they're not actually tournament <laughs> matches. Uh, but yeah, so yeah. we yeah. haven't had the great, apart from Ricochet Drew. But it's first round. Yes. It doesn't always have to be like amazing matches in your first round. You want to <laughs> gradually build. But the problem here was that I really thought the story they were telling that Chad Gable can physically overcome his tormentor but what happened instead was he fluked out that's because he's short yes he fluked out a win he's not actually good Mm. he is shorty g and Uh, so he has to fluke out these wins and get the surprise oh my god i won roll-ups yeah shelton even called him shorty gable he did Uh, yeah yeah. so maybe they really are gonna do that he'll face andrade next week which is why andrade was laughing because ha 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 the small man (laughs) so maybe we're gonna get another shock roll-up from uh Chad this week. You see, Andrade has to win there because if Chad wins, it makes Andrade look crap. Chad Gable doesn't really have enough momentum to be winning that. I think it's gonna. No one's gonna really but like they're him. Pushing him as the underdog of the tournament. And so, if you're gonna push someone as the underdog of the tournament, don't you want them to make it far in the tournament? Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah, I don't think they booked this tournament well so far. We'll see. It's the first round. But overall, I would give this a low smack bang in the middle. I gave it a flat smack bang in the middle. Yeah, Thought three the, out of five. Yeah, the in-ring stuff was actually very, very good. But it's a show that if you missed it and tuned in next week, you won't have missed anything. You would have you could watch next week's show and be like, okay, so we're still in the same position we were two weeks ago. I now know where I can continue watching. Plus, the, the Reigns-Brian stuff is just ridiculous. And I do not like where they're going with Owens either. <laughs> Let's get your thoughts on the su- 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 super chats with King Chopper Whopper. We've got quite a lot, as usual, <laughs> so let's go through it. Uh, Will Adams, Luke Owen's number one fan, says, For the first time in ten years, I got to watch Smackdown with my dad. While the show was nothing spectacular, it was still nice to watch it with my dad like I was ten years old again. Well, that's nice. That is nice. That's lovely, yeah. Yeah, I get that with my sister if I watch wrestling with her, because we always used to watch it together as kids. Yeah. Aman Saeed says, Ziggler and Rude team name should be Rudolph, which is what we got yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday, it's very good. good. And I also used it in my news today. Uh, Caleb Maldonado said, Happy New Year, Pete. <laughs> Going through the whole spectrum of oh, yeah. uh, holidays. Uh, Jay Jones says, Chopper Pete's birthday to AEW confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, a really good one. Uh, Caleb Brandon said, uh, The Fiend should control people like Get Out. No, no, you don't want to add supernatural stuff into this. I know he like disappears and stuff, but not that level of supernatural. No thanks, mate. Flaming Life says, and new going in Raw Hatch champion, Simon Miller. Yeah, Simon Miller won the belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Talking about that a lot on going in Raw this week. Yeah. Congrats, Simon. Uh, Matthew (laughs) Shield. Why? (laughs) Everyone missed that. Why? I changed the camera and missed There we go. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Shields said, more women's wrestling this week. 
Yeah. Yes, that is that is a welcome change, especially with that Bailey Lacey Evans match. I cannot yeah. believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Was it was the Bailey Cross match the only women's match on Raw? No, I think there was another one. Can't remember what it was though. Probably no, I, very I can't remember what it was either. But I would. I mean, even if there was the only one, Sasha Natalia, which was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty actually. good as well. Yeah, so actually, a very good week. Nick Ward says Murphy versus Ali at WrestleMania, please. I would like to see their feud. Yeah, go, go get a bigger stage to pay off on. That yeah. isn't the pre-show. Absolutely. Van Thomas says got a Bella podcast ad today. Anyone else? I mean, not us. Got a what now? A Bella podcast ad. I assume oh, on for the, the Bellas. Today. Are they doing a podcast? Oh Do yeah. They, I thought they were already doing a podcast. But I just assume any wrestler is yeah. doing a podcast these days. They do because that's where she. I think she revealed her her sort of. Was it a a, a brain issue that would stop oh, her from wrestling? Right, yeah, yeah. I yeah, no. So. I just, yeah, I've always assumed that they just had a podcast where they talk about underwear. <laughs> yep, twin stuff. Mm. You can tell we got to the start of the stream now because Nate drops surname says Johnny Swaft. For the, for the nice. nice, there That's it is. That's name. good. It's a good one. Uh, Wilson Simon says, "Merry Christmas, Chopper." Thank you. <laughs> uh, Flint Mech says, "I'm afraid the lack of hype video packages for NXT on USA is clear evidence of Vince's lack of interest in it." It's almost it's as if it, it was a cynical dis- business decision move. Almost. But even then, <laughs> even then, they promote themselves so much. They've genuinely got something to promote today. Why haven't they made a video package? Because they don't care. Ah. <sighs> Our good friend Adam Pearson hey. says, throwing it out there, Champa is Reigns' attacker. <gasps> I think a few people have said Champa before, and they said that he's ready to come back. And I don't know, maybe he'll go to NXT because they want to try and push that brand a bit. Now it's going to USA Network, but then I did just say they probably don't care. So, man, if it's Champa, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be good. It'd be so good. I'm just like... I don't want to be Vince here, but I'm just thinking in Vince's head. Roman Reigns, big guy. Champa standing next to Roman Reigns as I'm your attacker. I don't see that visual. You no. know? Standing standing face to face. Yeah. Hmm. I would love it to be, though. Uh, Scott Ollie says, Ollie Davis looking smooth AF in that shirt. Nice, mate. And the haircut. <laughs> I like how you, you always notice when I have a haircut. Pete doesn't. It's because Could, you got, couldn't tell you, mate. It's a very sharp haircut you get, okay, mate. It's very okay. nice. And that is a lovely shirt. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Valab... Okay, forgive me if I get this one wrong. Valab Mamidipudi. Uh, way to make everyone look silly with this storyline, WWE. Congratulations, intentional typo. A loser is you, fans. <laughs> a loser is you. Anthony James says uh, Bailey and Lacey and Murphy and Ali stole the show. Yeah, I mean, usually you'd say one one set of people steal the show. Yeah, but that's a good, well done SmackDown for having wrestling matches. It's what happens when a script just gets thrown out completely. And they're like, "Oh, uh, what do we do? Um, wrestling?" <laughs> Alex Jordan said, Happy Father's Day, Chopper. <laughs> really going through the For whole For the little spectrum. Chopper Whoppers out there. <laughs> uh, Chris Dudley says, First Super Chat. Love you guys. Question, who was more critical in WWE history, Stone Cold or The Rock? Who was more critical? As in like, yeah, who yeah, was like more... important. 
Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone, Stone Cold yeah, business-wise, definitely. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Chris Field says, hey from Texas, love you all. Is it just me or did it look like Charlotte had some work done to her face? Lacey versus Bailey was pretty good. I don't know about face. I think it's a makeup thing. I think she just changed the makeup. But it's just we watched NXT TakeOver from 2015, uh, the Brooklyn one. And Charlotte there, because you've got all four horsewomen. Becky Lynch looks like Becky Lynch would look four years ago. Sasha Banks, Bailey are the same. Like now, they look four years older. Charlotte has aged parallel, like parallel-wise. I don't. She looks. She looks so different. Yeah, she has not aged, but at the same time, looks completely different. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, again, Valab Mamadipudi said, uh, New World Discorders versus Susu Super Chatters. Who wins? Yeah, we haven't Ooh. had that feud for a while. <laughs> I don't, I don't, can't we all just work together? I was going to say, we're all on the same side yeah. here, guys. We're all members of the SWAF nation. Uh, Tanastarika says, Bray needs to be champ in Hell in a Cell. I really hope the push rumors are true. Bray is a genius. Hashtag four year reign. Uh, hashtag go. Hashtag let him in. Well, we were saying in the office, if it, if it is going to be the case that the arena has announced that's the match, which I'm, I'm, card, I'm always going to be a card subject to change kind of guy. If it is, he's got to win. He has to win the title. You don't just put him in that match and have him lose. I totally agree with you. But Ryback was also in Hell in a Cell. Where's Brad Shepard been? No, not Brad Shepard. Brad, Brad Maddox. Maddox. Yeah, well... I just... I, you don't, you I don't just, want to ask YouTube comments that. It's so... It's so... Ripe... For them to delay it. You know? That big... That big win. Yeah, because you it, know what? It, delaying him winning the title worked so well for Bray Wyatt the first time round. I'm... Ter- yeah. I'm, I'm scared. I'm more scared now. <laughs> Ron's for a gen says... I think Roman is being treated really poorly for just walking by when Roman got crushed. We let Buddy Murphy off the hook. In all fairness as well, who pushed the scaffolding? Exactly, that's what I was going to say. It's another reason this is stupid, stupid, stupid. You can't push both of them. And I'd say the scaffolding was more dangerous than the boxes. Maybe he had the grappling hook that Braun Strowman oh, once maybe, had. maybe, yeah. Uh, Rex Joseph Calmerin says, I want Sami Zayn to cheer for all my actions. <laughs> oh, it would get annoying. Yeah. He's good at being obnoxious. Uh, Miguel8A says, Am I the only one loving the Sami Shinsuke combo? I'm sure you're not the only one. I can see why people would like it. To me, I don't think it's the it's it's less than the sum of its parts. Yeah, he is page boy. Uh, Jeffrey Lopez Flores says uh, Cena should win the Universal Title to break the record and elevate the title. Been watching you guys for two years and favorite channel. Keep up the good work. <laughs> elevate the Universal Title. It's yeah. the top championship in the company. Right, and he's elevating that, doesn't it? It's only yeah. the jobbers have uh, won it previously. Like you can take it to Hollywood. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. And Brock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Goldberg. <laughs> he needs to elevate this thing. I'm going to disagree with, with that one. Yes. Yeah. I don't think Cena needs to beat the record. It's a fictional record anyway. So it doesn't really matter. I would like one Tanahashi-style storyline for him to win that final record-breaking quote mm-hmm. uh, reigns. Uh, Anthony James says, another attack with Brian, Rowan, uh, Rowan reigns at the scene to throw things in, into even more doubt. Could make Harper a star with this if Vince gave him a chance. Yeah, I don't think Harper's going to feature in any of this, unfortunately. Do you know what? To be honest, at this point, because I feel they are just making that up as they go along, could be Harper. 
<laughs> could be Johnny Gargano. It could be the Undisputed Era. It oh, could be CM Punk. It could be, be Kenny Omega. It could be bloody anyone at this point. Could be the gobbledygooker. There you uh, go. Judo Judah said, Rusev, and the attacker is his Bulgarian uncle. Could if be it's Rusev. Rusev. Oh my God. If Rusev finally signs his contract again, gets that three week push, he's totally going to get a three week push as the Reigns attacker. Yeah. Hashtag three week push. Uh, <coughs> me. The person's name is just me. Uh, says, you have to remember that Funhouse Bray cut down his old self, so it's possible he could have driven the car, but it could have been Rowan under control. I guess more of that kind of Yeah, the mind control thing. thing. Not a fan of that. No. Uh, we're not going to read out Party on Sparty's one, so we're going to skip to Jade Star, who hey. says, hey. Uh, <laughs> May Young's baby hand grown up tried to kill Roman. <laughs> yeah. May, he has been back on TV. We saw him at uh, Raw 1000s. Playing the long game. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, New Tops 4 says, uh, does Orton and the Revival remind you a little bit about the legacy days? Well, yeah, we had this last week. I hope not. In 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 the fact that it's two guys with Randy Orton. <laughs> but that, that's <laughs> yeah. about where it stops. Yeah. If, if you're going to put this group together as a faction, use it to get the Revival over, which, to be honest, the only reason legacy was put together was to get Randy more over. I mean, the one thing they would share is that they're probably going to go to AEW too, just like Cody. There you go. Uh, Brian Johnson said, <clears throat> what would be worse, Baron Corbin winning King of the Ring or Shane McMahon replacing someone and winning it? That would be at least funny yeah, in I mean, an annoying way. I was going to say, Baron's worse. Shane, yeah, Shane winning it just like he did best in the world last year, I think is... That, that, yeah, it's almost like the ideal scenario. Yeah. Uh, Dante NYC said, Randy's letter is an homage to Rowdy Roddy Piper's promo. I thought it was an homage to Samoa Joe's. Well, it didn't work because they did the same homage last year to, to in, and, and AJ Styles. that didn't get any no. heat either. Uh, Kevin says, uh, Big E was so serious in his promo, but then took his time to, the, to do the usual New Day intro during his entrance. <laughs> so, Big E heel turn confirmed. <laughs> I also didn't like the spank spot. No. That took me out of it. He got Randy Orton in the stretch and gave him the New Day rock spank bit. I thought, you know, just don't do that for this match because you, you look really great as a serious ass kicker. Got to get your spots in, brother. Yeah. Uh, Alex Ramirez says, uh, no excitement for WWE slash NXT. Can't wait for All Out. Yeah, it's going to be this Saturday. We're going to be live streaming and all, so join us here if you want to watch along, buddies. And our predictions video is going up tomorrow morning uh, UK time, so mm. like 9 a.m. UK time, so it's probably like 1 a.m. in the yeah. US. Um, so yeah, look out for that. It was a lot of fun. We had to record it twice. Uh, Hashim Al Nasser said, first, uh, first super chat, thanks to a VPN. It's not available here in Q8, but this huh. seems to work. Uh, been watching you guys for ages and love what you do, considering the changes to the card. Which match are you most looking forward to and all out? We were talking about this in the predictions video. I actually, aside from the obvious, like Young Bucks, Lucha Brothers, and Pac Omega, and Hangman <laughs> Jericho, it's the triple threat. It's Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Russell Talk's boy Jimmy Havoc. Yeah, mine, mine is uh, Young Bucks, Lucha Bros. Because I love them ladders. Love them ladder matches. Also, thanks for super chatting from Kuwait. Thank you. I hope you use NordVPN. 
Uh, Brett J. Rasmussen, Rasmussen says, uh, What match are you guys most looking forward to all out? Which you just answered. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, King Chopper, Walter <laughs> Pete. Also, Luke's muscle man dance is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Hashtag lovely time with the boys. Oh, thank lovely you very time with the boys. Much. Thank it you very was. much. It was, uh, it was punishing. Uh, Jeff Cole said, uh, Did anyone else get horrible flashbacks of Leo Rush when Sammy was commenting over everything Shinsuke did? That's true. Yeah, it was a bit Leo Rush, wasn't mm. it? Yeah, but not horrible flashbacks. I thought Leo did a good job there. Sammy did a good job here. Yeah. And again, writers have got certain templates. Spin some around that little paperclip <laughs> in Word. Uh, Chris Blank says, I'm drunk. Here you go, mates. Also, <laughs> Pack versus Omega. Let's go. Hey. I'm actually really stoked for that, man. Yeah, it'll be really fun with knees and slapping noises. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get the bastard in there. Uh, Jeff Cole says, finally get to watch live and soup soup super chat. Yay! Love you guys so much. You make WWE bearable to watch. Keep up the great content. You're very oh, welcome. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for watching. Hard uh, Jennings comes in to say, Happy St. George's Day, Chopper. Hey! <laughs> Patriotic King over there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Jeff Cole again says, King Chopper for King of the Ring. Wait, wait, wait. Is Jeff Cole the guy who said he's just had a beer? No. Oh, good. I was I was worried he, he had a beer and he just went super chat crazy. <laughs> no, that was a different guy who is not super chatted again. So um, He's really enjoying the beer. My, uh, Mike Martin, too, said, Happy Rusev Day, Pete. It's always a good Rusev Day. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, Caleb Bond says, Happy National Bowtie Day, Choppy G. Ah. Choppy G. Choppy. Is it National Bowtie Day? I have no idea. Might just be a day that they've just plucked out of thin air. Um, it Jay is. It yeah, actually really. is. August 28th is Bow Tie Day, oh, an man. annual holiday that celebrates the elegant fashion accessory usually worn by men at formal occasions. I am a bow tie man, so uh, I should be celebrating this we day. We had to wear bow ties as groomsmen at your wedding. Did indeed, because I don't really like regular ties. I'm much prefer a bow tie. What do you think of this neon nightlife men's light-up bow tie? So good in this visual medium that people can't see. <laughs> James Robinson says, <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about Cesaro going to NXT Cardiff? They're trying to get some interest in that show. Yep, Alan Partridge shrug. Um, cool, I guess. We were joking about this on the... Um, all-out predictions video that's going up tomorrow that it is the most WWE thing to to tease a reunion of the Kings of Wrestling and do it on the show that no one watches. Uh, it's a jumble of letters, so R-B-L-A-I-S-J-R says, uh, Alistair Black versus The Fiend versus The <laughs> Demon, please. I forgot about Alistair Black. I was going to mention him during the King of the Ring, but yeah, we haven't heard from him in a little while. Not even in the Phantom Zone, yeah. like where people are knocking on his door and stuff. That's a shame. Uh, Fergal McClements says, uh, thought about this a while ago. Remember when Brock worked over Seth's ribs? How cool would it have been if Roman's music hit uh, as if to help him, but he'll turn and he spears the ribs? I mean, that I, I, you shouldn't turn Roman heel now. Can't believe. I'm 2012 Ollie, can't believe. No, 2015, oh, yeah. 16 Ollie, can't believe I'm saying that. But uh, also, that was around the same time where Roman just arrived really late to every show. Yeah, he wouldn't so have been he wouldn't have been there it. in time. Yeah. Uh, Nate Drop's surname says, What's the better WWE Curb Your Enthusiasm unmasking moment? <laughs> the Jewel Rowans or Cedric the Janitor? Looking forward to the live stream this weekend. Oh. Chop on. Well, I'm going to say Cedric, because Cedric did have the womp, 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 like face on him. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. I've got to stick with my fake Rowans. Yeah. Yeah. God, that Cedric angle was dumb. 
Uh, Will Hate says, uh, Ollie, does Dean Malenko know you raid his wardrobe? Uh, we, we, go, we go golf together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, we, we, share, Malenko, we share, we yeah. share. Yeah. There is no greater fashion compliment than being compared to Dean, Dean Malenko. Malenko. You've actually got a bit like the Dean Malenko hairstyle as well. It's, it's, the, uh, it's the Bruce Willis Stop it, make me hair. It's good, mate. Uh, KML says, if Rowan is going solo, then Curb Your Enthusiasm should be his new theme. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's the big dog! <laughs> dun, dun. So you could actually work them in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hashima Al Nasser, who is the uh, super chatter from Kuwait, comes in again to say, NordVPN from the card in my ridge. Hey! hey that's all the supporting offers. wrestle talk right there. Thank you. Uh, Aaron Donnelly said Kenny's promo on Moxley was awesome. Oh, so good. Yeah, really Love good. that promo. It's amazing. Kenny is really stepping up his promo game. Some amazing lines within it. R. Jennings says, happy baptism, Chopper. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> uh, and you baptized, Chopper? Uh, yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically, I have. But Still follow religious. the word of God? <laughs> no. No. Shockingly. And finally, thank you to Chris Blank and Just Run in LA for donating, but with no message. Thank you all so much. Thank you very, very much. And he's still trying to get into the box. Yep. That whole show. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's how we record these. Yep. Do you want me to start on another side of it? Uh, no, 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 it's okay. I think I've got it it's now. It's a I big just, box. I just, I just need you to fill for time. Okay, so let me tell you about these glasses. Yeah. So there, you know, blue light's a problem, stops you from producing melatonin in the body to help you go to sleep. Sounds like I'm doing a sponsored read. I just bought these normally. We're not sponsored by this thing. And they're gaming Melatonin's glasses. Melatonin's a big thing for you at the moment, isn't it? Hmm? Melatonin's a big thing for you at the moment, isn't it? No, it's, it's a big it's, thing for sleep, and I'm into my sleeping pattern. Well, that's what I mean. So uh, that's your new favorite thing. So <laughs> you're, you're just sort of like doing a lot of research about that and then buying a lot of products for that. <laughs> if you get into sleep, Luke, you're going to be into melatonin. <laughs> So I'm it's, saying a, it's your new favorite gimmick. It's made. It's like a. It's made for gamers because they spend so much time looking at screens. Yep. And I've I've always been put off because they look a bit like futuristic ski goggle things. Mm -hmm. But then this one, honest to God, tortoise shell frames, little bit hipstery. And I was looking at it. I thought those are cool. But Anna, my lady partner, would never let me get them. Like she wouldn't let me wear them around the house. And then she said, "What's this?" This looks like a serial killer's note. Well, it does, because it says... Oh. Well, but, but let me finish my yeah, story. Yeah. And then she said, well, you, that they look like Tony Stark glasses. You know, with the, with the amber frames? And as soon as she said that, I, I, had to, I had to get them. So what's going on here, Luke? So we have got um, a bit of fabric in here, but they've also written sort of like a ransom style note mm. um, about I believe the WrestleTalk magazine however some of the letters have fallen off oh no off. it's a puzzle so I've got to try and okay, so it's got... genuinely quite unnerving to get a to get a, a, a letter with little T digits cut out of magazines so oh so it says congrats on the mag thank god congrats <laughs> on the mag and the letter says uh cheers guys to all the team a huge congrats sorry about the lack of packing supplies i actually know what this uh, this is because this person emailed us in i'm going to find their name now they emailed in quite a while ago but no 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 i say look one second well i wanted to see what was in the box but all right <laughs> so this comes from chet 
Um, Chet. Who says, uh, yeah, sorry for the lack of uh, proper packing supplies, but this is from the twins. These. <gasps> the twins being the, uh, the, the two kids who are into the fiend. Uh, they very well might be, if I remember correctly. I can't think of any other twins. But these are legit worn John Morrison sunglasses. Oh my god! From an indie show. Whoa! That Chet was given, and he has sent them to us. Oh, thanks, Chet. Yeah, uh, here is the email. Uh, he says, "Hi, Luke. I'm honoured to post uh, these guys, the Morrison shades." Um, let me find the original email that he sent. You're not going to let me wear the shades too. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll let you wear them now. Wow. They say Mundo and Morrison on either side of the sort of what would you call them glass arms you know the the, the little arms mm -hmm. the little they, things they that hug your ears yeah they also feel a bit uh, lopsided at times oh wow they suit you mate do you reckon yeah i, well, I prefer an amber tint to be honest <laughs> uh but yeah they say morrison and mundo either side of the arms no place for impact <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> the least important of his, yeah. of his names i guess uh but yeah so those are uh, check got in touch to say that he has got some these were John Morrison sunglasses. Oh, thank you very much, John Chet. John Mundo sunglasses. Yeah, I d you know, because if you can sort of paint a picture in your mind, we'll wear them briefly on the Wrestle Ramble. The phone's not if, here, but I'll take a photo and put up on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, if you want to go and see our presence, they'll both be featured in the video today, the video version of this show. But that Morrison's sunglasses have the huge cross on the eyes. They do, yeah. They're in the way. Yeah, it's difficult to see. That's why he doesn't wrestle in them. I hope he doesn't drive in them. <laughs> I hope he's not like, oh, it's a bit bright out Just in for California. A bit of a drive. <laughs> so I'll pop on. Oh, and no, I haven't got my usual sunglasses. Pop on a gimmick. Yep. This is this is prohibitively this is restricting my ocular range. And hey. He was featured on Being the Elite this week with Ty Valkyrie. Wait, wait, wait. So, Johnny Mundo to AEW confirmed. Johnny Elite. Oh, my God. <laughs> like he needs another name. Let me react to that news more fittingly. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so I took off the glasses and looked right at Luke. So visual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, thank you yeah. so, so much, uh, everyone, for your wonderful presence that you have sent us. You should wear them for the show. Not the entire show. Not the show, entire but show. The that'd opening. Be, yeah, it'd be mad. Um, I'm going to read this quick email uh, from... Uh, so he calls himself, He Who Can Only Roll Nat Twens. Um, uh, he says, Pete, Luke, Ollie, and El Fagador. Greetings from Alaska, US. Bracket, it's near Washington. I've been watching since it was just Ollie, and I've been listening from the start, but this is my first correspondence. Why is Pete's name first, you might ask? Because yeah. I really connected with that email that he sent. Thanks for being strong and sharing that strength. Just wanted to share the fact that I just got engaged. Take that, you piece of crap, Blake Ham. <laughs> my lady and I are booked on the Jericho cruise, and there's a chance she might be okay with Jericho being the one to marry us. Oh my god, is he ordained? Uh, uh, Jericho's probably got he's enough probably, yeah. yeah, he's probably got that. Um, I mean, Kevin Smith is, so why not Jericho? So you've bumped Blake Ham's email for another day. Um, oh, well, you know. Uh, sorry for the length. It's a long email. Uh, sorry for the length. It's not. It's because writing takes longer than reading. Keep up the overwhelming consistent consistency. So congratulations to you uh, on your engagement. Um, yet we do have an email from Blake Hamber. Unfortunately, we've run out of time <laughs> and, and, and cannot get to it. So yeah, very, very sorry uh, on that one. Maybe Blake. next time, Blake. Maybe, maybe next time. Um, we've also <laughs> had an email from Harry Iverson. This is the sort of email I like to see. 
garden centre talk. Ooh, oh, for next love time. Love it for next time. Thank you so, so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with the NXT Wrestle Ramble review. And is that the final week before it goes live on USA? No, no, you've got a couple more on got that. Couple Isn't more it those. 17th of September or something? 12th of September. 18th September. Okay, so we've got a few more weeks for then. And then, do join us this coming Saturday. We're going to be live streaming our reactions to All Out. And of course, we have got the SWAF Nation meetup at the Four Quarters in Hackney before the show, before Royal Quest. We're going to be then live streaming our reactions to All Out. And if you're just into the podcast, the headline review, the headline review will be out about an hour or so after the show itself. But until then, take care. I love you. Goodbye. Also, our prediction videos out tomorrow. Love you. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.